0: The Blaze Radio Network. On demand. Glenn Beck. It's Tuesday, August 14th. You're listening to the Glenn Beck Program. Okay, all
1: right. Stu, um, I think your wife had a baby. Uh, but, you know... More recently than mine did. I don't remember all the breathing techniques. Can you give me some of the. I just. I think we all need to do this. We all need some breathing techniques. Because I'm going to play some audio. From. uh, Chris Cuomo. That. um, May make you feel like you're about to have a baby. Even if you're a man you may have a child go through the penile canal it's going to be that painful (sighs) here's chris cromo last night on uh, antifa
2: you attack cops you slap the media you're in the wrong period but But. i argue to you tonight all punches are not equal (sighs) Morally, In the eyes of the law, okay. yes. Yes, yes. But in the eyes of good and evil, oh, here's the argument. Uh, if you're a punk who comes to start trouble in a mask and hurt people, you, you're not about any virtuous cause. Uh-huh. You're just somebody who's going to be held to the standard of doing something wrong. Right. But when someone comes to call out bigots mm-hmm. and it gets hot, mm-hmm. even physical, physical, are they equally wrong Stop! as the bigot they are? F- <laughs> Stop! <laughs>
1: Okay, um, let me just remind CNN that you just preached to us for almost two weeks about how CNN sucks, chanting CNN sucks is going to lead to violence and how wrong it is. Now, you have Chris Cuomo saying, if you show up to stop bigots, well, even if it turns violent, it's not wrong. Sure, wrong in the eyes of the law, but not wrong. Oh my, oh my, oh my. So, as Chris, as long as you're describing the bigot, it's okay? Is that what it is? As long as you are the arbiter of what is right and wrong, it's fine. See, I think Antifa are bigots. I think uh, Nazis are also bigots. I think anyone who's showing up in a mask probably shouldn't be trusted. I think anyone who's showing up with a mask, maybe a baseball bat or a, a shiv, and they're waving red flags with the little happy A of anarchy, I don't know. I think they're dangerous. I think they're morally wrong. Just because you're standing up against the Nazis, if you're a communist thug, you are equally bad. I don't think I, I mean, I had, I really did. I saw this last night. I had to pause it right there. I had to pause it. And I had to ask myself, am I man enough to listen to the rest am i am i a good enough christian to listen or will this forever change me you be the judge here's some more
2: fighting i argue no fighting against hate matters now how you fight matters too. there's uh, no question about that right right but drawing yep. a moral equivalency <laughs> between those espousing hate and those fighting it because they both resort to violence emboldens hate oh. legitimizes oh. hateful belief oh, okay, stop, and elevates stop, stop, stop. <laughs> is
3: this like a is this is like a sir mix a lot video we have butts <gasps> every 5 seconds mm. he's got dis- he's got <laughs> mm. he has to continually uh, qualify everything he's saying because it's so mm. absurd It's Mm. so absurd that every... Mm. Now, look, of course, every point I'm making is insane, but...
1: Mm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. play, play, Play some more.
2: What should be stamped out are people who go to war against an evil regime on the same moral ground as those they oh seek my to stop oh my from oppressing. Okay, stop, wheat.
1: stop, stop. I need some spa music or something. I need some kind of, do we have any... <sighs>
2: <sighs> <sighs> Can somebody put
1: some hot rocks on my back? Maybe lava rocks. I don't care if they're 3,000 degrees. I just... <sighs> Okay, okay, <clears throat> so so Chris is making the point that it, it matters because, I mean, war. I mean, is anybody thinking we're not morally justified to go to war against, you know, an evil regime? Well, um... No, but see, Chris, here's the difference. You got to give me the spa music. I'll lose my mind. Uh, Here's the difference, Chris. Um, War is something that we all decide as a people to engage in as a nation with certain laws, the Geneva Convention, and we wear uniforms. Okay, there's a difference between mob justice and an army. I, you know, it's one thing to be wrong, but it is another thing. He talks about how standing by hate legitimizes the hate. What the hell do you think you and CNN and all of your buddies are doing with Antifa? You are legitimizing them. And Chris, they hate your guts. Now, that's fine. That's fine. There's lots of people that I will stand up for their right to speak. To speak. I will stand up for that right. And I know they hate my guts. Alex Jones hates my guts and he is no pal of mine. I don't hate him as my mother taught. I just really dislike the things that he does. That's what separates me from the animals. That's what separates, oh, I don't know, civilization from anarchy. Hey, Anarchy starts with an A And those guys wearing black Oh, they're wearing the A of Anarchy 2 But he's not finished Here's some more That's all, that's all, that's all you have so far Thank God Okay, good, thank you uh, May I just, may I just uh, Play for Chris, Chris Cuomo um, you know, this the peaceful protesters That just came to stand against hate Okay, that's all they did They stand against hate um, I'd just like to play this clip From those peaceful protesters When they were asked on the street If Donald Trump showed up now What would you do? Go ahead
3: We are asking people what they would do If President Trump were to show up At this march Some of the answers have been pretty stunning uh, Here
0: they are what would you do if Donald
1: Trump showed up at the front? I would murder him for the people. You gotta
0: take him down. If you gotta he came take down him to down.
1: We it, and it was a group effort. We'd have to do him like a duffy. We'd have to do him like Gaddafi. Like like
3: yeah. I was just I smack him, smack him, You'd yes. smack I him. I want to smack the,
1: the out of him. I want to smack the ass out of him. That's great, and it goes on from there. So it's wonderful. These are just wonderful people. They're just peaceful protesters that are wearing masks saying we would drag him through the streets like Gaddafi.
3: Well, uh, they were standing up to bigotry. Glenn, You're right. Which is morally. You're right. Uh, it's on a You're pedestal. right. That's where I put it. A moral right. pedestal.
1: So, again, like it was in Nazi Germany or like it is in uh, Russia even today or in the Soviet Union in the past, Uh, Or like in Iran, as long as you're the ones deciding which person to hate, you'll be fine. You'll be fine. There's no real rule of law here. There's just uh, the rule of, oh, God, no, you're right. Chris did say, I mean, by law, (laughs) but by by all moral standards. Can you imagine? Because 50% of this country, 50% of this country Thought that Barack Obama was out of control, was taking us into some socialist utopia, trying to transform America and unleash this 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 feeling of America is no good. White people are no good. It needs to be destroyed. And of course, none of that happened. We, of course, haven't heard any of that. It's just it just started You know, during the eight years of the Obama administration, coincidentally, okay, that wasn't an organized effort by anybody on the left. No, 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 no. He was fighting strong against it. It just overpowered him. Somehow or another, he was on the right side the whole time. He didn't believe any of that stuff, even though he was sitting in Jeremiah Wright's church listening to the same crap that we're now feeding our children every day and CNN is trying to feed us every day. No, it was just a coincidence. When we pointed out that, I don't know, uh, it's not his blackness, it's something about a real disdain for the Western culture. Now it doesn't seem so crazy, does it? But if I would have gone on to Fox and said, hey, he's a fascist, like CNN is saying about Donald Trump. If I would have gone on and said, he's a fascist, I did say he was planting the seeds. They were watering the the flowers of fascism. I did say that. Uh, They're saying he's a fascist. And now they're on the air saying, hey, if you're standing up against fascism. Well, I mean, legally, there's a difference. But morally, you're in the right. Could you imagine how fast I would have been yanked off the air? Could you even imagine? CNN, I, I I know you're playing to your base, and I saw the latest Gallup poll that shows that for was it forty-three percent of Democrats like capitalism and fifty seven percent of Democrats like socialism. But that still leaves you with forty three percent of the Democrats. And leaves you about 80% of the rest of the country that doesn't want to go there. What are you and your Antifa buddies going to do? Let's just say you get your way. And we have this new socialist utopia brought on by the good people of Antifa. They're just good people. They really are. They're just, they're just struggling to make ends meet. That's all they're doing. They're deep thinkers and uh, and good people. They're just a little frustrated. Oh, are they a little frustrated? Huh? It's weird that you take into consideration their frustration. You know, because they've been alive, you know, a whole 18 to 22 years. And they've got so much to be frustrated about. They No, no, they really do. They really do. You know, they've got college tuition uh, and then no hope. Oh, my gosh, that's horrible. Hey, who gave them that uh, uh, college tuition that they have to pay and is indebted them? Oh, I remember them. They signed up for it. I didn't force them to sign up for it. They signed up for it. You know why I didn't go to college? Uh, Because I couldn't afford it. My parents wouldn't uh, pay for it. And so what was I going to do? I didn't have the money. So I just went out and made it on my own. Oh, they're, they're so frustrated. They were promised a job. Who promised them that? Oh, I remember people like you. That's right people like you that promised them the sky told them that they were special gave them all kinds of awards for doing absolutely nothing hey congratulations you came in last and in today's class last is first I think it's in the Bible but we don't read it anymore who he who comes in last is first I think that's in the Bible here's your award and trophy it was you It was you and you take no responsibility for it. It is our universities that are teaching that there is no truth. And that one, that one, my friend, is on us because we're still sending our kids into the slaughterhouse. We are sending our children We work so hard to keep our children on the right path, to teach our children the right things, and then we just assume that we can send them off to college because, well, I went to college and it wasn't so bad. When you went to college, it wasn't like this. I was 30 when I went to college, and uh, you know what? It wasn't like that. And on the first day of class... I was handed a communist newspaper. It still wasn't like it is today. I I, I don't want to come on every day and just rant about them. Because it's really not about them. As we found out yesterday, it is about us and our choices. And we can get mad and we can get outraged. We need to be aware of who these people are and what they're doing. But beyond that, it is our choice. Do we become all that we despise? Or do we stand with principles and honor and integrity and courage and love do we stand or do we fold because we have a short-term goal freedom in a republic is not found at a mcdonald's there is no freedom that comes to you easily and fast All right, our sponsor this half hour is uh, Casper. Oh, you know, sometimes you get up and you just really hurt and you're like, I can't go up another day. Other days you get up, you wake up and you see, oh, today's the day I've got to talk about freaking Chris Cuomo. <laughs> and you just want to go back to bed. Well, I would rather be in my Casper mattress right now than sitting here with you. Um, Casper mattress has a... Uh, And a remarkable mattress made out of uh, foam that they invented um, that is breathable. So it doesn't make uh, you, you know, fires a hell hot and you're sweating all night long and it ships for free in a box so small that you're not going to believe that it holds a mattress. You just open it up, put it on the bed and uh, you sleep on it for 100 nights. If you don't love it, you call them and they come and pick it up and they refund every penny. No questions asked the way to try out a mattress to see if it's right for you is to actually sleep on it for at least a few weeks. Sleep cool and comfortable with a Casper mattress. Try yours 100 nights free. Shipping, free shipping, free returns. Go to Casper.com. Use the promo code BECK. Get $50 off the purchase of your mattress right now. That is Casper.com, promo code BECK. Casper.com. Terms and conditions to apply. Oh, boy. Did you see also that uh, we're going to get to this in a minute? The uh, the judge has released the uh, Islamic extremists uh, that had the compound. Yeah, uh, well, they didn't just release them. I mean, oh, they they yeah. released them on signature bond. Yeah. There's there's no bail. It's just a signature. They saying. had to sign I, their full name. Though. I super super promise yeah. that I'm going to come back. If they wrote half of their name, they wouldn't be able to get out.
3: They had to write their whole name in mm. probably cursive. I mean, well, probably, I don't know about that,
1: and I don't know if it was a, if they if they had to do it in English. So, I don't know. They might have been able to to sign their name in Arabic. I, I'm not sure. Hmm. I'm not sure mm-hmm. what, what the standards are anymore. You know, um, it feels good to be consistent. Yesterday, Gavin McGinnis was on, a guy who I really want to like, and I think he's really funny, although I think that there's some things that he does that are wrong, and one of them is, Um, I happen to disagree with, you know, we've got to um, throw a punch and uh, and uh, and hit them harder than they're hitting us. I just he believes Malcolm X was right. I believe Martin Luther King was right. That was yesterday. We had him on. We had that discussion and we had a civil discussion about it today. What is Chris Cuomo saying? He's saying the same thing. Just. I get to pick which side is right. He's picking Antifa, and he's saying, hey, if you have to throw a few punches to stop the Nazis, you're good. Same thing. Do not Len, become back. all that you despise. Mercury.
3: It's an interesting thing to, over a two-day period to go through both of these conversations in which you, you bring up Gavin McInnes yesterday, and I think probably most of the audience... I think most people on the right would agree with his take on it, which is you go into the middle of one of these things and you you have to punch back when they punch you. Um, and, you know, the idea that you make moves like that and you, you put yourself in those positions. Right. Yeah. Um, the, the idea of fighting. Right. Like that's mm-hmm. a you want to do that because you're right, because the Bill of Rights is right. And, mm-hmm. and it is wrong, And I think mm-hmm. everybody in the audience agrees with that part mm-hmm. of it. Where then we listen to Chris Cuomo today and I think the same people probably come back and 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 I understand it would listen to Chris Cuomo's rant and say, Chris Cuomo's insane. How can he say those things? What do you mean you can punch back and, uh, you know, and 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 use violence as it's it's justified in certain circumstances? He's
1: going further than Gavin did. Yeah, Gavin uh, said you can go and if they throw the first punch. You, um, you have a right to punch back. Um, what Cuomo is saying is, if you're standing against a Nazi, you have a right to throw the first punch.
3: He didn't use those words exactly, but but he is, said he said when you were there to stop bigots, yeah, right. Uh, and, and he doesn't
1: say that they have to hit you first. Uh,
3: Where
1: Gavin was very clear yesterday, they have to throw the first punch.
3: Yeah, it's just it's interesting that you have. Uh, you have both of those things back to back because i think the what you want to do right is to try to be as consistent as possible on mm-hmm. those on those two things the, mm-hmm. and i guess this makes more of a conservative general point in that when you have a, an issue that you are handling in two different ways when one person gets to decide whether it's right or wrong. Yes. In this case, Cuomo decides that one side is bad and one side is good. Therefore, the just the actions of the side that's good are justified. Correct. And we can make that same point, right? Like we could always say, you know, we don't like the way this group does things so that we get to treat them differently. It is
1: why there is a rule of law.
3: Yeah. And, And to Cuomo's credit, he does say legally, there's no difference. But morally, there is, and you know that may be true. I think morally, you feel. I feel. We talked about this earlier this morning. If if you're in a room with Adolf Hitler, morally, yeah, yeah, you punch the guy in the face. You punch the guy in the face, and I don't right. feel all that
1: bad about it. Nope. Uh, so I get it. You know uh, what he's what he's asking. What he is what he is condoning is a lynch mob. And remember, lynch mobs can go any, any direction. Yeah, they, you know they're famously used for very negative race
3: racial purposes. Uh, but they're never a good idea. Right. Mm-hmm. Like, mob well, justice has been very clearly, you know, uh, it was one of the reasons we created this country the way we did, which was to avoid as much mob justice as possible. There's not a ton of I mean, you know, there's not a ton of examples where those things that where that turns out well. Uh, You know, I guess Gaddafi would be the case that uh, that people would talk about as being a positive as uh, as you remember Hillary praising it in the campaign. She loved it. Yep. You know, uh, we came, we saw he's dead. Right. Um, And then you see the same thing now being uh, echoed by almost definitely a supporter of the left who is out there saying the same thing about Donald Trump publicly on camera.
1: And, you know, what's interesting is um, uh, the Nazis Sent their Antifa out, their brown shirts. And uh, they all dressed in uniform and they all beat people into submission until they would salute. People to get the entire nation to give the Hitler salute was not easy. They had to do parades in the street. And if you didn't, if they gave the salute and you didn't salute, they'd stop the parade, they'd go to the side of the street and they'd beat you within an inch of your life until everybody was just like, just salute back, man, just salute back. Well, that's what's happening. And the reason why Hitler coalesced all of his power is because at some point they were more trouble for him. They had done the job. okay. so then he had to get rid of them. So the night of long knives where he killed all of them and the people thought he was a hero because they finally got those lawbreakers off the street when he was encouraging them. Any of this sound familiar, Chris Cuomo? God forbid you have power and. (laughs) <laughs> and and access to any long knives in the future because it sounds like the same exact scenario um we have uh kevin do i have to use kevin joseph ryan you do can you? just
4: go with kevin okay, ryan, kevin ryan. ryan I yeah
1: i don't know i, I do not know if you're a future <laughs> serial killer or why but um yeah. uh the uh the um uh, there's a great story out right now about jordan peterson uh, and Dave Rubin. It's called Jordan Peterson, Dave Rubin, and the Long Distance Call. Uh, and it's written by uh, Kevin, who is uh, one of our, I think he's our best writer on, on staff. He writes for us on the show and also writes these really good long-form uh, pieces for The Blaze. You spent several days with Jordan Peterson. Uh, what, what do you think Jordan Peterson would think about Chris Cuomo and the statement of, you know, you, you, Antifa is morally yeah. justified?
4: That's a tough one to say. I, I'm not really sure. I mean, I, I think if I were to guess, I would think Peterson, who's who's no fan of the left, would object to it. Yeah, I think um, he's he's a peaceful guy. He is, I, I, and that's kind of the misconception that um, we're hearing a lot mm-hmm. is that he's this this kind of um, rabble rouser, this person who's like trying to stoke the flames and and cause this. Um, cultural disharmony um
1: you had a chance to sit mm -hmm. backstage at a couple of his
4: shows and also meet with him
1: privately did you know who he was i mean were you really up to speed on him before you even asked for this interview
4: i was absolutely and um i my entry to jordan peterson was his um his more the psychology Mm -hmm. side of things um and his his kind of like self-help message yeah And his direct message to people, like, basically, clean your room, get your act together. (laughs) Very direct message. uh, Very, I consider positive. Um, And really, it shouldn't be. There's nothing really revolutionary about that. No. It shouldn't be. No. But we're kind of living in a time where, um, for some reason, that is revolutionary to say that to people. Take responsibility.
3: It's weird to hear, because reading your piece, it's like... You get you get the sense it's like a you know he's like a rock star yeah you know it's definitely. what it feels like and we were at the, one of the shows that you yeah is a rock, rock star and it, and it is that's yeah. what it feels like when you're there but it's like a guy he's just not, he's just this guy on stage talking about things that should be for every you know every person he's he's he like a be smart be. version of, of your advice. dad.
1: You know, or a smart version of your mom. He's saying the yeah. things that your mom yeah. either said or should have said. Definitely. Um, he's just saying him in, in a very educated uh, uh, way. Yeah, but rule one is what? To st- stand up straight
3: with your shoulders back, I Correct. believe is rule yeah. one. And he talked about that for like an hour yeah. on stage. That I was the whole that. first hour of the show. And I think I was like, there's 12 of these rules. <laughs> I have to work tomorrow. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, he, you know, it was really interesting. And it shouldn't be something that's revolutionary. But in this state Absolutely. of affairs, it
1: is. When you, Absolutely. When you came away from this, and now mm-hmm. that you've had, because you, this was over a month ago that you uh, met him the last time, um... What is the thing that you come away with on uh, maybe what surprised you uh, or or what
4: settled with you on mm-hmm. that's who this guy is? It's funny. I spent a lot of time getting to the core of this idea. And um, it's so simple, but it was really a revelation. It's just this idea that he's just a human like the rest of us. Mm. You know, and because right now he's vilified – and deified in equal measure. And um, so really, the, the discovery of Jordan Peterson for me was, he's just kind of, he's just a person like we are. And he's doing something special. But at the end of the day, he has the same flaws as we do, you know. Um, were you surprised? I was. Were mm-hmm. you surprised? Because you were with me when we met yeah. here, Yeah. And uh, that was actually my favorite part. I wish I could have put more of that in the conversation you had with Jordan. Yeah, it was it was uh, it was really good. It was Um,
1: wonderful. Having having him in person is different than than having him on the phone on the air. Definitely. um, You know, with a bunch of commercial interruptions and everything else. Um, uh, And we're going to have an uninterrupted conversation with Jordan Peterson soon, I hope. But um, I. uh, I was shocked at how he really didn't know why this was happening. Yeah. You know, you remember that? See that? Yeah. He, he asked several times. I, I don't, I haven't figured out what's happening yet. I don't know exactly why this is such a phenomena. Definitely. And in watching the show, it's very clear. It's somebody who is measured, smart, uh, Uh, somebody who is talking true common sense, eternal principles Mm -hmm. without all the gobbledygook and everything else. He's just speaking plain common sense. And he's telling people, you can do this. This is, this is you. This is, this is you. You can do this. Forget about everything else. You are a good person. If you choose to be,
4: I think of the three shows that I went to for the story. He, he did that best. The one we went to, and um, it was really, there was an excitement in the air that I didn't really experience at the other two. It was there, but it wasn't as intense as what we experienced. Yeah. And it was so, it was palpable. You know, like when you were talking to him after, there was just this buzz in the air. And I, even looking at him, I I saw a smile that he had, this energy that I didn't didn't really encounter anywhere else during my reporting. So that was, that was pretty neat. I think he's a, uh, I think he's a long-term uh, or is this a
1: flash in the pan?
4: That's a good question. That's something I confronted the whole time I was doing my reporting is like, I don't know. I mean, in this era that we're living, there's no, you can't really tell. I, I mean, I kind of hope so, but. yeah, It's interesting. He, I, you get
3: the sense that he is very cognizant of that. Mm-hmm. You know, when, you, sure. talk, when you talk yeah. to him, we've talked to him on the air a couple of times and and. Several times he's made the point of I, I'm just trying to get through this and make sure I speak clearly yeah. and and intentionally and he's, I don't make a stupid mistake that that tears all this you know good thing this good thing he down is um,
1: exceptionally uh, deeply felt. You know mm-hmm. he has deep emotions he he uh, he can be brought to tears yeah um, by the thoughts in his head. He's a guy who. I think I might have learned this from you. He's a guy who collects. Um, we have actually a lot in common. I collect all this dark stuff in history. Yeah. He collects all of the the dark art of right. Soviet history and and everything else. Yeah. Uh, why is that?
4: I think um, if I think he's trying the same reason that you have read um, Mein Kampf. He wants to be aware of the darker elements of mankind so that we can avoid going to those darker places and, or at least understanding that. I mean, one of his animating ideas is that you have to, to kind of this Dante esque journey where you have to descend into hell and move through hell before you can emerge and understand life in a meaningful way. Do you, um, because I
1: had a, I mean, we were sitting next to each other in the show, and I—I yeah. I don't know if I said this to you during the show. I know I said it after. I don't even know if I understood the first twenty minutes.
4: Definitely, I, mean, I was right? in the same boat. Yeah. Right. I mean, you're,
1: and we're pretty—you know—we're—we're we're yeah. fairly educated people, and I yeah. had a hard time. How much of his audience do you think really grasps more than eighty percent of what he's saying? Because he's so deep. He
4: is, and here's what I really admire about his audience. I think a lot of them do but even if like even if they only grasped on the bottom line principles I think he words them so that like in his words they're all implementable everything he says is even if it's very abstract it's something that you can be brought to life in a physical real world way that right I mean just kind of like a counselor would that that advice level uh, and I think he excels on that on that level. And I think that the
1: audience, they know they don't catch it all, and they're definitely. intellectually instead of pretending, yeah, they're intellectually honest enough to go, well, I only get about <laughs> this much of it, but yeah. I'm trying to understand the rest. Yeah, I mean, it's it, it is not only he's taking us on a journey that he's been on for a while, definitely, but I think everybody in his audience is on that same journey and they're yeah. looking for those same things. And it's, it's, it was nice to be around intellectually honest people.
4: I agree. Yeah. That's, that's the word for
1: it. Yeah. Um, thank you so much, Kevin It's Absolutely. a great, great story uh, You need to find it, it's on The Blaze The front page, now The Blaze It's a long, how many words? Uh, six and a half thousand yeah. can, you, can you guys
3: do yeah. characters next time? Yeah. You, <laughs> you bet, right? yeah, yeah. Uh, But it's
1: a that. great <laughs> story of what happened backstage Dave Rubin uh, And uh, Jordan Peterson check it out on the blaze now thanks kevin awesome all right sponsor this half hour is simply safe simply safe home security great security system i don't know why anybody's worried about security i mean it's not like anybody is out there saying that you know they deserve your stuff um but uh simply safe is the company that will make sure that your stuff remains your stuff uh, protecting your family, protecting your stuff. It's simply safe without all contracts, without any wiring. Um, you actually own the system. It is state of the art. And the nice thing is it's it's movable. I mean, if you live in an apartment, you can put it in an apartment and you don't have to drill any holes in anything. You uh, you're living in a house and you're going to move to a new house. You can bring it with you. It's fantastic. And it protects you against intruders, fires, leaks, burst pipes, all of it. And to monitor for police and fire dispatch 24 7, it's only $14.99 a month. So um, order your Simply Safe system today, get 10% off. Visit simplysafebeck.com. That's simplysafeback.com Get 10% off your home security system at simplysafebeck.com. Glenn Beck. Okay, we all heard about that. Horrible, horrible domestic abuse case. Um, you know, also uh, you know, Islamic terror camp um, where they were training kids, well, starving them, killing them, or letting them die, and then burying them in the da- in the sand uh, behind the behind the little tent. There, um, those guys. The judge didn't feel they needed to keep them, you know, on you know in prison or you know in jail until the hearing. Uh, let them out, but no bail. You just sign your name here, and you're gone. So they've let them go. American justice today.
0: Glenn Beck, Mercury.
1: Well, as I was getting ready to come into work this morning, I was uh, struck by the juxtaposition of two stories coming out of London today. Um, On one hand, the headline read, another terror attack in London. Here's what happened. Two people hospitalized hospitalized last night after a vehicle intentionally rammed into a group of people outside of Parliament. Parliament. That spot is a favorite amongst terrorists because people are congregating there. Hey, let's go kill them. In March of last year, four people were killed when a jihadist uh, drove his car into the crowd and jumped out and then started stabbing people. One of those people was a police officer. Terror attacks in London are beginning worse and worse and worse. In June, three terrorists killed eight people on the London Bridge. Then another attack in August and then one uh, in September. Now. The first step to recovery, and I say this as a recovering alcoholic, is admitting you have a problem. But the London mayor, uh, Sadiq Khan, doesn't think it's anything out of the ordinary. He's like, eh, this is no big deal. He actually said that all of the terrorist attacks are simply, quote, part and parcel of living in a big city. Well, yeah, I guess if you're living in Beirut... Uh, you know, generally not Western cities. Apparently, Khan's never heard of the 12 step program, and he refuses to admit we have a problem. What he said there was similar to showing up to an addiction meeting, you know, smoking crack and he's like, hey, hang on just a second. Hang on. I have to drink out of this bag to clear my throat because I got a little crack smoke in my throat right now. Uh, you know, you can stop at any time, any time. You just have to admit you have a problem. I don't have a problem. So if stage one is admitting you're having a problem, which they're failing at, uh, never in any addiction program in the history of, you know, forever would step two be celebrate that problem. I got a problem. I alcohol controls my life. Drinks on me, everybody okay so that brings me to the second story the celebration really kind of morbidly amazing the story on the other side was about the latest terror attack the story on uh, the right showed british labor party leader jeremy corbyn holding a wreath at a cemetery now you're thinking okay so what big deal okay i mean he's just holding a wreath well, yeah, but he was putting on the grave. Well, that's where a wreath goes back. I mean, it goes on graves. Yeah, yeah. Except this grave belonged to the terrorists that tortured and killed all of the Jewish athletes in the 1972 Munich Olympics. Okay, I mean, okay, maybe, okay, but maybe I have a little bit of a problem. We already know how many people on the left, both in Europe and here in America, are trying to make groups like Hamas into peaceful, protesting, Gandhi-style freedom fighters. We know that Chris Cuomo on CNN did that last night to Antifa. Oh, they're wonderful. Never mind the rockets fired at Israeli citizens. Sniper attacks. The firebombs. The IEDs. You know, I love the explosive balloons. Perfect for kids' parties. As long as all the kids are Jewish. But now we're trying to rewrite history and we're pretending that Munich never happened wasn't such a bad thing. Black September was a violent, despicable terror group. Hamas is just as bad as they were and pretending either of them don't exist or that they're just seriously. They do clown shows for kids birthday parties. Won't stop them from attacking your city. Keep it up, and this morning's attack will just be one of many, many, many more to come.
0: It's Tuesday, August 14th. You're listening to the Glenn Beck program.
1: <laughs> you know, getting, 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 uh, being blown up. Is just part of everyday life in any city. It's, okay, so the guy on the bus next to you has a suicide vest. Who hasn't seen that coming? I don't know. Uh, I think you have a problem. I think you have a problem. Denial. Denial. Uh, welcome to the uh, welcome to the program. Um, what else is on the uh, plate here, Stu? There was something that we were not the R word not yet.
3: Not yet. Um, Not well, we yet. were talking about Peter Strzok a little bit.
1: Uh, oh, yeah, Peter Strzok. That before. Was... And,
3: and the incredible sacrifices he's made uh, for our country. Did you donate yet? Oh, my gosh, of course. Yeah. I did reroute. I hope this is okay. I rerouted my 40K, 401k contributions. Whatever. Directly yeah, to the, yours.
1: Whatever you want. Peter,
3: I... Peter Strzok fan club. Yeah. Uh, GoFundMe page he
1: started. So he started mm-hmm. a GoFundMe page. Now, this is the guy who was fired from the FBI um, and... Uh, and now he just wants a big payoff. He wants all of the liberals who will do anything to destroy this president. Uh, he wants a big payoff now. And he's, uh, he went on to, uh, um, what do you call it? Uh, Twitter? No, you know, not Twitter. He said, GoFundMe. And uh, he set up a GoFundMe page. And at first he said, look, I just, I mean, I've really served my country. And I, I do. You have the exact yeah verbiage? I can pull this up here. In a second. It's really wonderful. He's only
3: he's never you know obviously not a lot of FBI agents are popping on Twitter all this all the time. Yeah. Um. So he didn't have a, t- a Twitter account set up. Mm. Uh, he did mm. eventually, um, uh, eventually post one yesterday. Mm-hmm. Uh, let's mm-hmm. see if I can. I think it's
1: because uh, he. Or? I feel really bad for him now. He was fired because. Um, the FBI, the um, the internal investigation shows that, yeah, he is probably not a good guy and probably not. He probably had it out for the president. Uh, and he also may have uh, just overlooked a few things on the Clinton investigation. So now. This good, great, decent, honorable man is out uh, unjustly fired.
3: This, yeah, this is what his law firm writes. Late Friday afternoon, the deputy director of the FBI overruled the FBI's Office of Professional Responsibility and mm. departed from established precedent by mm. firing 21-year uh, FBI veteran oh. Peter Struck. In doing so, he reversed the decision of a career of career FBI officials mm. responsible for employee discipline. Mm. Who concluded through an independent review process that a 60 day suspension and demotion from supervisory duties mm. was the appropriate punishment? Sure. The decision to fire Special Agent Struck is not only a departure from typical Bureau practice, but also contradicts Director Ray's testimony to Congress and mm. assurances that the FBI intended mm. to follow its regular mm-hmm, process mm-hmm. in this and all mm-hmm. personnel matters. Mm-hmm. The FBI and the American people deserve better. And Peter uh, writes, uh, deeply saddened by this decision, it's been mm. an honor to serve my country yeah. and work with the fine men and women of the FBI. Mm. And then a link to a GoFundMe page, which he wanted to get hundred and fifty thousand dollars now first of all this is a guy who's been making a hundred thousand dollars for a long time Uh, and uh, probably is going to have
1: a pension much bigger than yours (laughs) for the rest of his life yes number number so that's number one Mm -hmm. number two why is why would this person
3: have a constituency think about this for a second Mm -hmm. yes he privately tweeted negative things about the president now you know in an illicit affair and had an illicit affair but yeah. you can understand that the right you know people on trump's side of this argument are not mm-hmm. going to like this guy right but why on earth if you're on the left would you like him all he has done is discredit this investigation against this guy who you want to be out of office so badly like this is like the ultimate data point uh, uh, taking down whatever comes out of this investigation mm-hmm. he has done nothing but hurt your cause right so why would you want to give him $150,000 because 000? he made
1: trump's life miserable right, because he while.
3: because he privately right. texted his girlfriend about how bad he thought trump was now $150,000 was the goal mhm this came S- out yesterday yes yesterday sign on today what you will of course find is the new goal Of $350,000 because he went past $150,000 and past $200,000 and is now at $250,000. He's raised a quarter of a million dollars in one day with one tweet Mm. because while he was working, he was texting about the subject of his investigation in a negative fashion.
1: Now, I don't want to... I want to be very clear that it was definitely not me that put together a GoFundMe page i i think it's i think it's wrong and uh and the person i guess who did this for me uh is, what's their goal what's the goal
3: uh is this the thing you the goal seems to be one billion dollars well
1: we could always adjust that if we need to adjust i don't know that if you up. can go any higher than I, a billion well but, it's a billion dollars um, just because we'll go ahead read the page. I and I didn't post this. Sure, certainly not. Not I, because I think what Peter Struck did was was wrong. This is uh, support for Glenn Beck. Yeah, Glenn Beck, a
3: man who spent his entire life working to help to help keep us and our nation safe.
1: Right. I mean, I didn't write that. What I I would if I would have written it, I would have written it in first person. This is obviously right. a third party. <laughs> this is yeah, obviously a third party writing this. I don't know. Glenn Beck, a
3: man who has spent his entire life working to help keep us and our nation safe has has been contemplating if GoFundMe could provide an authentic way to capture his incredible service
1: to this country. I don't know. I don't know if it can. Well, why would it? You're not asking that. But I'm not asking. No, 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 no. no. I'm just saying, can money really compensate Mm. for what I've done? Mm. He needs your
3: help. Uh For the last year, Glenn, his work, and his character have been Mm. the target of highly politicized curiosity, including frequent doubts about whether GoFundMe can truly honor his personal sacrifice to the full extent it deserves. That
1: has been the question on many people's lips.
3: All funds raised on this GoFundMe will be put into a foldable leather currency
1: receptacle. This is a very special leather pouch, if you will, uh, that'll be kept. And uh, I will... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> keep it close to me. In fact, okay. I will keep it on my person at all times. That's quite a promise. Yes. Uh, and
3: then will be distributed at Glenn's patriotic discretion yes. to
1: local merchants and service providers. Could you just repeat the beginning of that sentence? Just the patriotic part. Uh, uh, it will be distributed at Glenn's patriotic Patriotic discretion. discretion.
3: Okay. Yes. We are asking you to support a man who has dedicated his life my to defending life. America. My whole life. Not part of my life, my
1: whole life.
3: Uh, Defending America to stand up for the freedoms of which this country was built and a government that truly serves the people by protecting all Americans, Americans. including dedicated government employees from constantly being uh, subjected to the whims and influence of politicians and fill in other impressive-sounding details before posting. uh, Okay, that uh, was...
1: I don't think they finished that one off, but...
3: Yeah,
1: I'm going to have to... We also... I can only do so much see this is the problem you know you want something done right you got to do it yourself right and you wouldn't you, know? you wouldn't be but i didn't do this. this. i wasn't involved in this we but also i bet that's what that person is thinking we appreciate uh your help by spreading the
3: word about this gofundme yeah. by sharing this link gofundme.com mm-hmm. slash support for glenn beck uh and then it says <laughs> glenn has been here for america will will america be here for glenn amen amen <laughs> why Amen. I'm just saying. So, this is you because of your personal sacrifice throughout your life. Someone, a third party, has determined it's appropriate, not you. Yes. Appropriate to post a GoFundMe with the goal, by the way, may I state this again, of $1 billion. $1 billion. And Uh, that
1: may not be appropriate. That may not show the proper gratitude. For what I, and quite honestly Peter Strzok, have done for this great nation. Right. You know what I mean? So you're not, I want to make sure I understand one thing though. Yes. That
3: you didn't just see that Peter Struck is struck gold uh, and has co- raised a quarter of a million dollars in a day uh, because he's scamming a bunch of people. You're not trying to take advantage of that. I want to make sure I, <laughs> I understand
1: what's happening here. I'm sorry, my headphones cut out just a little bit, so okay. I didn't get that whole question. Your headphones are uh, in your uh, left ear, which is the one that's closest to me that I'm you can easily hear me on. Quickly going deaf in that ear. So uh, all I'm saying is mm-hmm. I don't know if a billion dollars can properly thank me, <laughs> um, uh, but I'm willing to try at this humble you know great americans request that put this together mm-hmm. um, and, dis- you know, a, and and I, I could tell you that i'm going to spend it you know i'm going to give all of the proceeds to the nazarene fund eh. probably not no probably not you're, you're not <laughs> no because that would really be thanking the nazarene fund and not you correct right. you want to give to the nazarene fund give to the nazarene fund yes this one <laughs> is coming right directly to me so, so i'm just and, saying and it will be again
3: distributed at your patriotic discretion patriotic. to local merchants and service providers yep that's uh yep well that's quite yep. you've taken a brave stand here. i have Glenn. i have look at what you're doing well, again once again for once the, again so so far you're at um
1: uh zero dollars zero dollars well, <laughs> hit refresh hit refresh <laughs> hit refresh because okay. we're well on our way now okay let's so go fund me how do you how do you find that uh, it's well. I could tweet it out at World of Stew at Glenn Beck. All right, we'll, okay. We'll t-
3: I mean, you're sure? Even though you're 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 the third party in this, you're, you're just the subject. You
1: did not ask. for I this. didn't. It would be it would be horrible if I would have done it myself. Yeah, but, it would have been. You know what? I agree but with as that. As a humble servant of the people, mm-hmm. I want to I want to help this guy live his dream by raising a billion dollars for me. <laughs> wow yeah. that is brave yeah. uh it's uh, i will tweet
3: it out at world of stew at Glenbeck. Mm-hmm. um and it's uh it's slash support for Glenbeck. it's broken up by dashes so support dash four dash dash beck
1: but we'll post it. At, uh, on yeah, we got to make that easy because um, and hey, listen, if GoFundMe is down because the servers can't handle the volume, yeah, it seems to be fine. Bookmark it. And no, just right now it's go fine. ahead and re- go ahead and refresh. And how what's it up to so uh, far?
3: Um, and again, the goal is one
1: billion. One billion dollars. Uh, so Peter far. Strzok did a quarter of a million dollars in twenty four hours. We're uh, we're gonna what's it gonna? It's it's, it's the total is
3: uh, help launch this campaign and be the first donor.
1: What's the total right now all right there's probably the the the, the I think the internet may be down okay um, the entire internet may wow. be down so uh, we'll get, we'll check into the internet and I'll, I'll call the people who run it and uh, okay see if so there's got to be a problem yeah that's it's probably sure. a problem yeah go fund me uh, our goal is 1 billion dollars <laughs> One billion dollars Peter Strzok did it 250,000 250, Quarter of a million dollars in 24 hours mm-hmm. I mean Think about what he's done for the country Now think about me Okay Okay. Just think about me It's not about you okay? This is about me Is, it, is your name on the program? No You have a GoFundMe page asking for a billion dollars? No It's about me your humble servant. Now, American financing. Let's say you want to take out a home loan because you have some equity and you're like, you know what? I'm going to give Glenn some of the equity of my home because of what a great guy he is. Well, that would be a good investment, I'll tell you that. And American financing... <laughs> what is happening to me? ...can help you now. If you're buying a home <laughs> uh, or if you're uh, buying your, you know, a vacation home, your first home, your last home... You know, or you're refinancing, I highly recommend that you refinance right now and lock in the interest rate. They're going higher. You'll get a pre-approval letter fast uh, so you know exactly how much money you can can, uh, qualify for. And closing in as quick as, I don't even know, five days. You can expect it to be much, much faster because all of the underwriting is done there. American Financing. They employ salary-based mortgage consultants, so they're working for you, not for commission. A-plus rating with a BBB. 1,800 Google reviews. It is American Financing. AmericanFinancing.net. You need a home loan? These are the people to go. Uh, Go to AmericanFinancing.net. American. See, I'm still giving right now. I'm still giving. Mm Mm-hmm americanfinancing.net or call 800-906-2440 800-906-2440 americanfinancing.net american Financing corporation nmls 182334 www.nmlsconsumeraccess.org so you know that's what this wow. show is about is bravery is is it and i think it was very brave of me of somebody on my behalf mm-hmm. uh unbeknownst to me entirely to post that gofundme page of a billion dollars um <laughs> it's a quite an honor for someone yeah. to think that the
3: work you've put in for this country is worth <laughs> for the billion. country
1: for the country right for the country like peter struck he mm-hmm. was working for the country he's made you know almost three hundred thousand dollars in the last 24 hours uh and uh not a, and they're not giving him money
3: because of politics no, they're giving it to him because of the 21 years he served this oh, nation. Oh, he was a servant. Mm-hmm. He was a servant of the people. Um, and uh, we do have an update mm-hmm. here. Uh, Elizabeth Fanko, Elizabeth Fanko, has donated uh, five dollars. We are five dollars closer to my one
1: billion dollar plan. So that, that leaves uh, you nine
3: hundred and ninety-nine million nine hundred and ninety-nine thousand nine hundred and ninety-five dollars. I'm looking at the upside. Gold. We are on
1: our way. It is a rocket ship to the we, moon. did you said we are on our way? Like this person who f- mm, put this together crazy, you know, humbling thought uh <laughs> together, uh, uh, you know, praising me and raising a billion dollars for <laughs> me. Uh it's they're on their way. <laughs>
0: You're listening to the Glenn Beck Program.
1: We have an important phone call to take from Mark in Iowa. Hello, Mark. Go ahead, Mark. Hello, Glenn. Hi, yeah, how are as you? a fellow
0: catastrophist, I'm I'm doing great. Thank you. Yeah, you bet. As a fellow catastrophist, I'd I'd like to first greet you and say, uh, may you survive this seemingly pleasant morning.
1: Yeah, well, seemingly, um, but it's we're right yeah. we're right away from we're just around the corner from collapse. But go ahead.
0: Well, which which is why I, I have to. Uh, Bring bring to light this this controversial GoFundMe page that you have uh, that that someone
1: has created. Yeah, not me, definitely um, not me. Peter Struck no, created no. a Facebook page or a GoFundMe page. I think it's despicable. Three hundred thousand dollars he's raised in twenty four hours. Uh, somebody set this thing up for me, and I I'm humbled by it. I am uh, asking for a paltry one billion dollars to be raised, and uh, and uh, we'll see we'll see what happens. But anyway, go ahead. You should. I'm I'm glad you feel humbled. I would almost feel ashamed that it's only a billion for for all that you've done for it. Well, I um, it's be my humility. My humility is, you know, gets me every time. Gets me every time.
0: Yes. And if if only we had a squeegee to just, you know, yeah. save that dripping humility that comes off
1: of you. Yeah. Right? Uh, right. I know.
0: Yes, but I, I would love to just uh <laughs> the, the the light that kind of shone on me as I was mm-hmm. listening to this though was yes. how I don't know how you're going to roll all of this GoFundMe page into your new cryptocurrency that I'm sure you're going to be releasing soon.
1: <laughs> well, like um mm-hmm. maybe, maybe. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Um, you know, it's it's my patriotic duty to spend the billion dollars um as it comes in. Now that's so, well, and
3: you don't you, that's not your those are not your words. That's the words of the GoFundMe page, which says that you must Definitely
1: not my words. Say at, it again. Uh, not,
3: why would I say I'm again? just saying
1: it's okay. it's worth repeating
3: at your lone uh, patriotic discretion. you yes. will distribute this to local uh, merchants mm-hmm. and service providers. Mm-hmm. So I don't think you can do anything else with it. I can't maybe the Nazarene fund you've mentioned.
1: Well, I mean, some people that, would say some people would say some people some people would say would say that this is just a clever way to not talk about slavery because nobody wants to talk about that. Mm -hmm. And this is just a clever way of making a Peter Strzok point that we could raise more than uh, $300,000 for an actual cause. Mm -hmm. In, uh, you know, in this case, the freeing of women and children in the Middle East. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, And so every dime would go to the Nazarene Fund. But I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is, I am much more of a patriotic guy than peter struck the service to my country has been going on for decades And
3: to be clear you're not saying that right that's just the page i'm just saying that. i'm channeling the person okay. who i understand you know what i mean okay. i'm one with the people mm-hmm. by the way mm-hmm. some big news that has come in and we're the money is starting to flow into this starting to pour page. in
1: it is uh, how close are we to our one billion dollar goal uh, i uh,
3: we've we have $380 three hundred and eighty dollars now $380, $380 okay, of our $1
1: billion goal. We've raised more money quicker than that for other things. Yes, yeah, so far. Well, How, about it, well, How about this? How about this? How about this? Mm-hmm. I'm also not feeling well today. Does that help? I probably, does that it probably help? does. I am not feeling well today. Maybe, I know maybe it, you
3: could contact that third party you don't know who it
1: is and they could update the page. They could update the page. I'm feeling rather badly today. Oh, no. Because that's. I see that on GoFundMe, and once you get people by the heart, mm-hmm. you can't let them go. Yeah, you know? well, you've then, you've
3: inspired a few here. Okay, um, um, thirty, I think thirty-one donors so far, thirty-one, including proud American, a five-dollar donation uh-huh. that just came in. Yeah, just came in from the former president of the United States, Barack Obama. Barack, yes. Obama. Yes. Really? And uh-huh. another $5 donation that has just come in uh-huh. from Peter Strzok. <laughs> from Peter Strzok. He says, for some way, his, reason, I don't
1: believe those. His donations message says, are...
3: I love you, Lisa. <laughs> Which is right. uh, in this position, the position he's in, yeah. with all the focus being on Peter Strzok, you're surprised to see him right. claim love for his mistress right. in a
1: GoFundMe post. Right. But apparently he did. I'm, I'm hoping, hoping right that here. more people start to think. You know that this is a lie, and it's raising money for the Nazarene Fund. Mm -hmm. (laughs) But which one's the scam? I don't know. That's a good point. I don't know. We just got another a
3: five dollar donation from George Soros. Wow! Wow! It's pouring in now. By the way, it's pouring. We're up to five hundred and twenty six dollars. Five hundred and twenty six dollars. And when I say we. I certainly, I certainly had nothing to do with it and you certainly had nothing to do with it, right? I
1: had nothing to do with it. Of course not. Okay. I don't, you know me, Go fund me. How do I even do that? Is that a .com, .org? How would I even find that page, Stu? I don't know. If you
3: go to um, my Twitter feed page at World of Stu or yeah. at Glenn Beck, you could get a link to it. Yeah. Um, or you can go to GoFundMe.com slash support for Glenn Beck. Yeah. That's, uh, and that would be.
1: Did I tell you I'm not feeling well? Uh not feeling well i went to <laughs> i went to elo last night on my last dollar mm-hmm. my last dollar it took my family and some some friends i invited everybody i knew any friend even even distant friend fr- people that i don't even really kind of like i had so many tickets i was just dumping them and i couldn't think of anybody else that i could invite um and uh, so i just had to give some of them away you know to strangers because I couldn't think of anyone else that I would want to spend time with really yeah I I, I mean that's a kind of a legendary
3: band I would have I would have really loved to to see
1: oh shoot you were uh, you know you I were so available I will, yeah oh I just assumed that you couldn't go oh. <laughs> yeah darn it mm. so I was there on my last uh, my last my last time not feeling well mm-hmm. of course because uh, I, I could be taken at any time. And wouldn't it be a good time to show me how much you appreciate all the patriotic stuff that I've done for the country? That's what this listener is saying, not me. Right. That would be arrogant of me to say something like that. You would be really arrogant because you'd be saying yeah. it about yourself. Right. Right. Um, but I'm not. <laughs> oh, boy. I feel like a lung is going. Mm-hmm. Um but, uh, anyway, what, what are you up to now on the well, Go we just fund got me a page? we just got a donation from Che Guevara. Okay, he's uh, dead. Which is, he's All been right, this is not a helping. long
3: time. But not- $765. $765.
1: Mm-hmm. And this is, again, you had nothing to... Do you remember those shows? Remember mm-hmm. the shows we used to do on Fox? That you watched and you listened and you... you and how much I did for you. Mm-hmm. Really... To no benefit to myself, <laughs> really? Yeah. I, no, no, no. Don't believe all that you read about. Well, because people are there are some people who are chiming in on this. I've noticed, right. and they, they say, saying?
3: "I like Glenn, but I'm not seeing why someone with his bucks has a GoFundMe page. Just book royalties should keep
1: him cozy." Well, that's assuming I get paid for books. Assuming I get paid for books, I I'm going to come clean with you. <laughs> I haven't made a dollar off books in a long, long time. That's not even close to true. It's uh, not even absolutely. I haven't been paid from Simon and Schuster for almost uh, eight years. You know, uh, sure they gave me a check once, but I haven't. <laughs> that's the, the hmm? different. That's just the way your contract is. I, I'm just telling you the truth. Okay, <laughs> they paid me ten <laughs> years ago. I haven't I don't seen think that's a not dime. True. I haven't seen a dime since. So. Oh, this guy says you're worth over
3: a hundred million dollars. So anyone who donates to you, even as a joke, is stupid. Wow. And part of that's part of that's true.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Part of that is. Part of that is. <sighs> okay, let's get an update.
3: All right, we have on an update on the new page. We are up to um do you have a total uh that marissa another person who's do we have a total because mine's it's not reloading for me
1: one thousand oh my god we are we are one thousand dollars we're chipping it away one thousand dollars away uh or or closer to our
3: one billion dollar goal <laughs> yeah a thousand plus a thousand is not a billion so we're yeah. not a thousand dollars away
1: but, no we're yeah we're uh closer, though. Mm -hmm. You know, just a few minutes ago, we were $1,000 farther away from a billion than we are now. Do you think that this seems uh, any more pathetic
3: than what Peter Strzok is doing? Because I know you have nothing to do with this, but the person who's raising money for you Mm -hmm. and and to honor your incredible service to this country, uh, who gets fired and and then Strzok gets fired, throws a tweet up with a GoFundMe link, And then the left all rushes to just pour money. How many resistance millionaires are we going to make out of this thing? How many times are we going to make another millionaire out of some resistance figure who says nasty things about Donald Trump and then everybody in the left just throws their money at them? Let
1: me remind you this. Let me remind you this. Okay, while while he was while he was, you know, diddling with his girlfriend, uh, he was serving his country by looking the other way. You know, on the Clinton scandal, uh, definitely, you know, waiting for the right moment, you know, six months later to look into all of the emails that uh, supposedly were deleted. But no, they were actually, you know, right there with him uh, and he didn't look into it and diddling with his girlfriend, talking junk and smack about Donald Trump. Doesn't that man deserve three hundred thousand dollars in free money, plus his pension and everything else from I mean, seriously. Incredible. I mean, even if you are you you just cannot stand Donald Trump wanted him
3: to lose to Hillary Clinton more than anything in the world, right? If you go back and look at this, the the way the reports have come out since, struck's a uh, hesitance to go into the Wiener files, okay, at the time, <laughs> delayed. That news coming out Mm -hmm. until 10 days or whatever it was before Mm -hmm. the election. Mm -hmm. Now, if Mm -hmm. Comey would have found out about that earlier, Mm -hmm. the speculation is he would have looked into it earlier. Mm -hmm. But it was Strzok who delayed this Mm -hmm. and made it so close that so the impact may have affected the election results. So even if you don't like Trump, Peter Strzok Strzok may have ruined the election for you. Yes. Like all evidence points to the fact that his presence here has been a negative on your uh, efforts to get Donald Trump out of the White House, mm-hmm. and yet you're still handing him
1: $300,000. No, for his patriotic duty. Because
3: no. because the left just when you loves hear, the FBI so much. When you much. hear,
1: when you hear, Ugh. when you hear my name, do you not automatically also hear, hmm
3: mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. <laughs> No,
1: that never. I think so. That's oh. why people are giving in droves right now. You're right, actually. The numbers are not reflecting it, quite uh, honestly. Well, but I bet you we are closer to a billion dollars than you think. Well, the ins- the internet is
3: not, a, it's not <laughs> fast. <laughs> right. It's not instant. Okay? Right. It right. takes a delay. Some processing. But we are getting some uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> donations coming in. <laughs> like, well, $50 from Jay Wright. Um, $5 from Karl Marx. <laughs> $5 from Rahm Emanuel. Okay. Um, $5 from Alex Jones. $10 has just come in from Woodrow Wilson. Wow. wow. Woodrow. <laughs>
5: that's oh, unlikely because that you've been critical is, of him.
1: But it's, it shows uh, how patriotic I am. Yeah, I guess You know, so. that Woodrow is, is, is doing that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that is fantastic. $5 from Saul Alinsky. <laughs> He's dead too, wow. which is weird. There's a lot of checkbooks from beyond. Uh happening here
3: yeah now here's one that's interesting because <laughs> eric holder has said he's running for president potentially and he would donate to a conservative figure publicly crazy. but five
1: dollars from eric holder that just is given. how unifying i am <laughs> wow okay that's how mm-hmm. that's how patriotic i am mm-hmm. people from all sides some people might be saying that every penny of this is going to go to the nazarene fund to mm-hmm. to help uh yeah. slaves but i'm telling you right now i'm spending it at the mall well <laughs> I think people like Maggie Brown, who gave $100,
3: right. might realize that it's going to the Nazarene Fund. Or but others be like $5 to Woodrow Wilson again, <laughs> another $5 from Woodrow Wilson. Well, Woodrow Wilson is, <laughs> I mean, he's
1: thinking. He's like, you know what? Then I just thought oh. of something else. Wow, I just thought of another thing he just did.
3: We have two separate donations coming in from Bernie Sanders now. Two. Two more from Hillary Clinton. <laughs> right. Another two from Woodrow <laughs>
1: That is fantastic. Wow, that is fantastic. Is, See how active. we are uniting people. <laughs> Even the people on the left say Glenn Beck is so patriotic that I want him to go shopping. I want him to have this money to do with what he feels is right. Uh-huh. You know, whether that's you know spending it all on a bar, crack and hookers. Uh, I don't care. He's so patriotic. He deserves it.
3: I'm seeing multiple donations from Vladimir Putin here, and I'm well, surprised
1: by that. Uh, well, I, if they're $5, Vlad, <laughs> you and I are going to have a talk because you are you can afford more. I want you to dig deep, Vlad. Mm-hmm. I want you to dig deep. Oh, $5 from Stormy Daniels has there just we, come in. There we go. There we go. So it's happening, America. We're all coming together for a good cause. Me.
3: And our first corporate do- donation, no surprise, Kentucky Fried Chicken has donated... <laughs> Five dollars wow. to the cause. Thank you. <laughs> <So have> you <laughs> so, lo- I mean, they love you. They love you. You want to talk about someone who's done service? You've done a lot of service for KFC,
1: Kentucky Fried Chicken. I am not only the founder; <laughs> I am a client. So, have you heard of? Uh, have you heard of cryptojacking? Cyber thieves now are gaining access to personal computers with malicious emails and simple browsing. Using special programs to solve complex math equations to gain a piece of cryptocurrency like Bitcoin. The symptoms uh, like high processor usage, device overheating or unusually slow response times. Yeah, you might want to look into those things. There's a ton of threats now that it, it, so many people are connected. Now we are all connected and just one weak link and it's over. That's why new LifeLock identity theft protection adds the power of Norton security to help protect you against the threats to your identity and to your devices that you can't easily see or fix on your own. If you have a problem, their agents are going to work to fix it like this guy. I don't know how he got a picture of me to put on the GoFundMe page. He must have what? hacked in. I don't know.
3: This is like from a corporate you know, Look, if somebody's shoot, I hacking how in would.
1: to do that i wouldn't have done it myself mm. of course lifelock.com call 1-800-LIFELOCK use the promo code beck uh for an extra 10 percent off your first year plus a 25 a 25 amazon gift card with an annual roman you can do that now at uh, lifelock 1-800-LIFELOCK 1-800-LIFELOCK or lifelock.com promo code beck A little I'm, getting a little, I'm getting a little teary-eyed at the outpouring of love here for my patriotism.
3: Well, <laughs> some I don't know if that's true. I mean, Fred Aiken donated five hundred dollars, and he may yeah. realize that it's going to the Nazarene Fund. No, um, so I'm going to spend it at the mall. Also, Cass Sunstein has donated twenty-five
1: dollars. Well, God bless Cass. I mean,
3: Pocahontas five dollars is Lizzie.
1: That- Lizzie, no. I understand you don't want to come out and say who you are, but. Love you. Thank you for that.
3: It's kind of nice. And Rosie O'Donnell.
1: Yeah. A lot of people. A lot of people (laughs) uniting, you know, uniting the, bringing the right and the left together. That's what I do best. All because of my patriotism. You can donate at the GoFundMe page now.
0: Glenn Beck.
3: Mercury.
1: I want to show you the state of journalism today, and it is going to make you proud. It takes a crack investigative duo not to be confused with a investigative duo on crack. Although if they were on crack, it might explain this. It takes two of them to unravel the complicated web of why Brett Kavanaugh is enjoying baseball games with friends while wearing a blue striped polo shirt. The headline from ProPublica reads, Did you go to a Washington Nationals game with Supreme Court nominee uh, Brett Kavanaugh? Now that's the headline. (laughs) But when you hmm? would you go with him or did you see him while you were there? That's a really specific uh, well, request. no, you go with him. Okay. But but but, but mm-hmm. you know that I'm sure those evil people are not going to fess up. So they are looking for people um, who may have captured him in a picture um, because I don't know. He might have been with Lord Voldemort. We don't know. We don't know now if he's with Lord Voldemort or we all know Hitler survived. What if he was with Hitler? At a Washington Nationals game mm. okay uh, is that possible will that stop him from being a Supreme Court justice not in Trump's America I'll tell you that right now and ProPublica is on it he may use his dark powers to help protect the unborn or preserve the free market system <laughs> he may dare dare to vote against notorious RBG we don't know we don't know what's gonna happen So the public's only hope to stop Kavanaugh is to help ProPublica identify who went to that baseball game or baseball games with him. Because people just don't go to baseball games together for fun. There is a, I hate to cry foul here, but there is something that smells foul. There's foul play in the air. What evil judicial scheme is Kavanaugh cooking up with his buddies over hot dogs and ballpark nachos? Only the devil could say. Now, according to the ProPublica crack reporters, and yes, again, it took two of them to write this story. A White House spokesman told The Washington Post that sometimes Kavanaugh went to Washington National Games with a handful of friends. You and I both know this guy doesn't have one friend, let alone a handful. Who were those dark oil executives? And when I say dark, yes, I mean black. The audacity. Covered in oil. Yeah. You didn't think I was making a racist comment, did you? I did not. (sighs) Okay, good. Well, I was oh, go ahead. the scheme is running much, much deeper than that. Kavanaugh is just the tip of the iceberg. Apparently, Kavanaugh would supposedly buy the tickets using his credit card. Now, I don't know about you, but no good American thinks about buying tickets to a baseball game on a credit card, much less a judge. Would you do it? Are you a judge? No. Then his friends would reimburse him for the tickets, a pay and reimburse scheme among friends that is almost unheard of. The reporters write figuring out who Kavanaugh brought to the games could could be relevant to his confirmation. Of course, probably not, but it could be. I mean, he may have brought alien life forms who have been plotting against us for all these many years he may be in with alien life forms but even more relevant are the questions that they're not asking and dare i say it i'm going to do it did he buy peanuts and cracker jacks like the song says does, does he actually care if he never gets back i don't know The story also mentions that Kavanaugh has been photographed at least twice wearing that blue striped polo shirt. What does it mean? Will we survive? Just keep it here and you will continue to be addicted to that healthy, healthy outrage.
0: It's Tuesday, August 14th. You're listening to the Glenn Beck program.
1: Dare I use the R word? First, can we get an update uh, on my patriotism, please? Well, yes. Thanks to a large $666 donation from Margaret Sanger. Really? Uh, Now, this is the GoFundMe page. Now, I want you to know I did not do this. Um, and, And if I did do this, I would, of course, be giving every penny to the Nazarene Fund. Um, but I didn't do this. This is somebody else that just wants to point out how patriotic I am. Exactly like Peter Strzok. Mm-hmm. Yesterday, Peter Strzok raised three, not making this up, $300,000 on GoFundMe because he was fired from his job at the FBI. And he's such a patriotic guy that he he got on and he wanted to raise $150,000 when he beat that. He's raised it to three hundred and fifty thousand and he's up to three hundred thousand now from people for what? So he doesn't worry about the having to actually pick up his very generous pension check from the FBI for the rest of his life. Unbelievable. But anyway, he's a he's a patriot. And somebody in this audience thought, you know, Glenn, you are a patriot, too. And I think we need to show our love and support Mm -hmm. and thanks. Gratitude really on-their-knees kind of gratitude. Again, I'm not saying this. They are. Of all of the wonder... as a thank you mm-hmm. for all of the wonderful things that I've done. And so many people over
3: the years that you've been highly critical of have stepped up to support just, this effort. It just shows what a uniter I am. $5 from Francis Fox Piven now, has come in.
1: Really? Yeah. Now, some people would mm-hmm. say that's just somebody else giving $5 <laughs> and using her name, mm-hmm. but we know that that is Francis Fox Piven. Mm-hmm. Uh, ten dollars from Joy
3: Behar. Wow. Ten dollars from the tan Colonel Sanders. The, it's a the specific. tan Colonel
1: Sanders. Five dollars like from Sally Muck and Fudge. Oh, little Sally Mukinfutch. Yes. Did she did she ever get her eyes? Because she didn't Don't. have any eyes. And uh I know we've raised money for her. Little Sally muck and futch mm. in the past.
3: Ten dollars from Black Lives Matter. See reading across. Uh, wow! The, uh, the... All
1: races, all creeds, mm-hmm.
3: and Alexandria Ocasio Cortez, who needs the money for her campaign? Sure. How much did she give? Twenty dollars.
1: Twenty dollars uh, too. She I don't actually are confirmed. She actually meant two hundred thousand dollars, but she's not that good at math. No. <laughs> and uh... <clears throat> by the way, five thousand four hundred thirty-seven
3: dollars <throat> now for the Nazarene, f- or for your your. your for my patriotic, patriotic spending, spending of around that around the neighborhood. So how much?
1: Boy, I'm losing my voice. Uh, sorry, I went to a concert last night, uh, and uh, some would say that the music was so loud that you could not hear yourself singing even at the top of your lungs. Wow! And uh, it was the best way to go to a concert when you can't tell how bad you're off key perfect because now you feel like you belong on the stage anyway um So how much, how much do we have going for our billion dollar thank you, Glenn fund? Well, we're only (laughs) $999,994,563
3: away from our goal of $1 That Uh, doesn't sound close. But you've, you have raised $5,437. All right. Well, Peter struck. I mean, not you.
1: Not me. No, 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 no. no, 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 I'm sorry. This great listener or whoever Mm -hmm. uh, that strangely uh, has all of my information and photos of me uh, that he must have hacked into my computer. Anyway, um, he has put this together, and uh, it's it's beautiful. You're still behind Peter Struck, who's raised two hundred and sixty-four thousand dollars. Okay, I'm I'm going to be hurt, America. I'm going to be hurt because again, you know, if I were raising this for oh, women and children or slaves, hey, let's raise three hundred thousand dollars in the next twenty-four hours. I'd get it. Okay, I'd get it if we didn't make it. Okay, what? Is, so it's a bunch of children who are slaves from ISIS, and you know, women who are being raped all the time. Whatever, blah blah blah. How many times do we have to hear about that? This is about me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Right. This is about giving three hundred thousand dollars or more to me as a thank you for my patriotism, mm-hmm. like Peter Struck has been thanked by so many. Mm. So
3: it's, there's, it's an interesting re- reaction on Twitter. Some people <clears throat> uh, thinking. This is a frivolous uh, effort. What do you mean? And they're like, well, why well, move on from your GoFundMe page.
1: Uh, you know, you're just trying to get money in your pocket. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. No, that, no, I'm I'm going to the mall. Right. I'm but, taking all of this. I if I get the billion dollars, I am going to the mall and I'm going to buy the mall, and that will help create jobs. Yeah, it'll, it'll help create. Well, no, I'm going to close it down. I buy the mall, and I can only shop there. And there are no. I I may keep some employees. <laughs> Just to ring things up. It's
3: hmm. interesting, though, that you'd think it's a, the Nazarene Fund would be a frivolous
1: thing to talk about. Well. No. But again, well, you're giving this money, not giving it to the Nazarene course. Fund. So we I mean, look, that. we don't okay. want to talk about mm-hmm. the Nazarene Fund because, mm-hmm. honestly, I, every time I talk about it, I, I mean, I know people are like, oh, geez, I can't listen to it anymore. Uh, you know, and it's really hard to talk about. And nobody wants to deal with it. So that's not what we're doing here. We are raising money because everybody's favorite subject is, of course, me and my patriotism. And uh, I mean, you do talk about it a lot, a lot, yeah, a lot. So I mean, somebody's favorite topic. Well, look how many people listen. You know what I mean? They right. love hearing about me.
3: They. Sh- sure do yeah they, they sure do
1: yeah glenn and that's so, how uh, amazing that this that's listener... why in a now on a national radio program in just an hour <laughs> we can raise five grand <clears throat> you know some would say that's probably the worst we've ever done on one of these things but mm-hmm. as i said okay <clears throat> i'm gonna come clean with you i wasn't at a concert last night okay i have really bad um well, it's, it's not throat cancer. Uh, it's worse than that. And it's all in my throat and it's just cutting. I'm, I'm slowly bleeding to death. And okay. if I had this money, I could, I could, maybe I could find a doctor that could help me because I can't afford health care health insurance because this country is just going to let me die. Really? Yeah. doesn't seem. And so I need this money. Uh, and. Also, not a lot of people know this. I have a I have a child without a face um, that I'm. I've personally been trying to help out and get this kid a new face. Um, but uh, I could use your help. I could use your help. Oh, children without faces. Children without faces. And we'll, uh, we'll. I'll make a donation to them too. All <laughs> I need is a billion dollars. We'll get that put together. Okay. Uh, by the way, uh, so there is a story in Forbes magazine, and. Uh, <clears throat> Here is the here's the this is both good news and bad news. The R and C word enter the vocabulary of Bitcoin enthusiasts. Okay, so I saw the headline. I'm like, what is the R and the C word? Here it is. The R and the C word, rehypothecation mm-hmm. and commingling, are antithetical to how Bitcoin works, as they are integral to how Wall Street works. Okay, Stu long-standing prediction on this program
3: yes you've uh, many times stated that if you start seeing the word rehypothecation in news stories it's time to run for the
1: mountains yes yes (laughs) so this is two words that are entering the uh vocabulary bitcoin enthusiasts and soon soon they will roll off tongues as freely as the term fiat currency does today thanks to the entry of wall street incumbents into bitcoin Because rehypothecation and commingling are pervasive Wall Street practices that enable financial systems to create more claims to an underlying asset than the underlying assets. So they're saying now that this is going to become a very well-known term. And I don't think my prediction works for this. Because I have said, if you know what rehypothecation is, in a nutshell and i'm gonna butcher this um but i'm sorry i i i, I am no alexandria cortez uh you Ocasio-Cortez. know ocasio cortez mm-hmm. uh, or whatever my name is you don't have I a bu am, degree in economics no mm-hmm. i have an fu uh degree oh. in e- e- economics um but anyway so um what rehypothecation is is uh let's say uh i have a i have a bar of gold. And uh, the bar of gold is worth $1,000. And uh, so I want to borrow on that $1,000. Okay. Um, So, Stu, I need to borrow $1,000 from you. And I'm going to use this gold as uh, my collateral. Okay. Okay. Now, Stu gives me $1,000. So now I have $1,000. He's out $1,000. But this bar of gold is there in case I default right Mm -hmm. we all know how that works now Stu says i have this bar of gold and i want to borrow from another bank a thousand dollars and they say do you have the bar of gold and you you say yes well i don't have it but i have this piece of paper so if if they default i'll get the bar of gold but they're not going to default so i have their paper all right, so I need to borrow $1,000 and use this piece of paper, which represents this bar of gold. Uh, I need to borrow $1,000. That bank then writes Stu a check for $1,000 based on the bar of gold that I said I would give to Stu in case I default.
3: So now there's been $2,000 loans <clears throat> on one bar of gold.
1: Yes, so there's it's worth $1,000. You've I already given me its full worth now you've sold it again and so now there's two thousand dollars riding on something that's worth one thousand dollars now that bank goes to another bank and says i have this bar of gold i need to borrow a thousand dollars well where is the bar of gold well i don't have it Stu's bank has it okay so Stu's bank has the bar of gold no actually glenn beck has the bar of gold but if he defaults Uh, then Stu will have the gold. Um, And And then then, Stu uh, defaults. Stu defaults. Then I'll have the bar of gold. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, that doesn't work. Okay. Now you've made $3,000 worth of loans on a $1,000 bar of gold. And they do this hundreds of times. Rehypothecation. They sell the same thing over and over and over and over again. So when the crap hits the fan the question is who actually owns the bar of gold is it me well no i defaulted well then it's Stu. well no because now he's defaulted is it the other bank who actually gets the asset because everyone's using that as collateral so they've made a hundred thousand dollars worth of loans on $1,000 asset. Okay. Now, if it's a house, not a bar of gold, if it's a house, if everybody starts to default, that asset is not even worth $1,000 anymore. It might be worth $200. What happens to the rest of the money? This happens with loans. With banks, it's why you really need to keep all of your records, because when rehypothecation really starts, who owns your house? Do you own your house? Who owns your house? Who owns the stuff? Because a lot of people are going to claim that they own it. So who owns it? Where it really gets bad is the Federal Reserve and the U.S. Treasury has done this, we think, to our gold. We have gold in Fort Knox. No, we don't. We have gold in the Federal Reserve. No, we don't. Is that our gold or is that Germany's gold? Or is that France's gold? Switzerland's gold? Whose gold is it? We'll give you more on this here in just a second. I'm not sure this counts, but if it does, head for the mountains. Head for the mountains. Speaking of all of this, that's one reason why I have gold. Uh, I have gold because rehypothecation is real. And when it happens, who's what's real? What's not? What's your money worth? What's your house worth? Gold line will be worth more. That's why I use the gold thing. And I said, uh, if it's a house, it's not a thousand dollars. If it's gold, it'd probably be worth a hundred thousand dollars. Goldline has a new product now minted by the Royal Canadian Mint, and it's called the Maple Flex Bar. And it's actually made for this kind of a scenario because, uh, It's not just, you know, if it's gold, if this scenario rehypothecation happens, gold is going to be worth so much, you're never going to be it. What are you going to do with an ounce of gold? It'll be worth, you know, $25,000. You need something that you can actually barter with. And the Royal Canadian Mint has made these at our request, and you just snap them off, and they're little teeny, quarter ounce, 10 ounce, uh, or I mean, one one-tenth ounce, 120 ounce bars of silver only available from the Royal Canadian Mint and through Goldline. Call them for more information. Visit Goldline now. one goldline Do not be caught with your pants down on hypothecation. 1-866-GOLDLINE. 1-866-GOLDLINE or goldline.com. I don't know if we're going to be have a chance to get to the Keith Ellison domestic abuse story. It is pretty remarkable how that's being treated uh, also, uh, doing Happy, uh, you know, the uh, feral song uh, Happy feral, yeah. in Tehran um, scored some uh, very nice ladies uh, 91 lashes in six months in prison. So, we'll give you that. And, uh, and oh, and, and how Apple uh, says one of their brand new buildings is only worth $200, uh, not the reported uh, $384 million in San Francisco. We'll give you that coming up. Welcome to the program. Pat Pat and I went to ELO last night and uh we saw mm. we we just invited every friend we could possibly imagine. I couldn't think of anybody else to go. Not with, a single person. Uh-uh, I no. said to Pat, I said I've tickets, I'm dumping them. Yeah. Who else could we invite? How many did you throw away like 30 or yeah. something? I, I said, "Who guess... else could we invite?" And we couldn't uh, think of anybody. Not even buddy somebody that we kind of barely like. Mm-mm.
3: Really? You know, yeah, yeah. cuz I was I was available last night, I Right, so anyway, so the show was yeah, really good. It was good. really good. It was
1: really good. Really good. Yeah, It should have been there. It was it's too bad we really couldn't good. find tickets. People for People all those seats. Yeah, because they were so we were dumping them. We, were, we we actually burned about twenty of them. Um, just <laughs> to, <laughs> why you, why Would yeah, you? Throw else them out. Out. I don't <laughs> nothing <laughs> else to do. I don't understand what else to do. It was. It was. Uh, yeah, I put this into the best pop concert, best rock concert I've ever seen. Yeah, it's it's got to be in the top. Two. One. One. I mean, I try to think. The only concert <laughs> it's, I think is. It's great. Yeah. The only concert I've ever seen that was, I thought, better was Michael Buble. But Michael Buble is in a different category enti- entirely. Yeah. I mean, this was a this was a stadium show. And it was, from start to finish, it was uh, unreal. The it one disturbing so part of it was as I looked around at that crowd and I thought,
4: why
5: are all these old people here (laughs) yeah and then i realized wait
1: i'm uh, part of that crowd one of them i looked at the crowd last (laughs) night and i thought to myself it had to be an average of 60 yeah maybe maybe 50 50, 60 there were a lot surprisingly a lot of young people there too there were some yeah yeah um but uh you know I, i looked at the crowd and i thought to myself wow we as a group of fans Have not aged well. No, we haven't. We have not aged well. We haven't. You know, we used to be cool. Well, some people used to be cool. Uh, And uh, last night, we kept all of that hidden Mm -hmm. under wrinkles and Mm -hmm. age and Mm -hmm. white hair.
5: And And dorkiness. Dorkiness. To see people who are, you know, probably 60, 65 now, trying to do the dancing stuff that they were doing when they were 18 and watching Yellow. There was Uh, a lady. Sad.
1: There was a lady. (laughs) There was a lady who... was had a relationship with the pole. She did. She, you know, the mm-hmm. the 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 stair poles. You know, the what you know, the handrails. She had a relationship with she, it. Mm-hmm. Uh, I swear to you, she mm-hmm. had a relationship with it. She thought she was a stripper. And she think. had to be in her 60s. Sixties, and it was disturbing. My son yeah. just looked over and elbowed me, and then looked up at me, and I looked over, <laughs> and I said, "Dear God!" And he said, "Dad, I'm never going to be able to see that. I, I mean, <laughs> no, <laughs> I will always remember my first concert now." because mm. of that that was his mm. first concert that was his first concert yeah you brought him to elo mm. for his first
3: concert yeah. and he saw a 60 year old stripper
1: that yeah. was what he's gonna remember. he actually is a huge
3: fan of I ELO? Mean, he,
1: yeah huge fan hmm. he knows all the words and i mean oh i've indoctrinated them oh i have so uh but it was it was great if you have a chance to see elo um I've waited since 1976 to see them. I've huh. never seen them. Uh,
3: is this? A, have they not toured in a long time, or what, what's? Uh, they
1: don't, uh, Well, they weren't really touring a I lot. Think, uh, were they? Jeff Lynne wasn't with them for a long time. Yeah, okay. and and he's the man. And, I mean, he's the. Yeah. He wrote all the songs. He's. I think he's the only person
5: from the original. But that, he's the only one you need. Yeah. You know he
1: play and it's on the, the albums. The, he's the playing every he plays every instrument. When he goes yeah. in to record, he plays every he instrument. Is he ELO. is ELO, yeah. um, but this band
5: that he's compiled to go with him on Unbelievable. this track, un- They might be better than the original ELO.
1: They, I mean, it's they're it, great. It sounds exactly like the songs you've listened to for forty years. Yeah, I mean, exact. <laughs> and that Kai has made a pact with the devil. He does. He's 70, 70, and he Mm -hmm. looks exactly the same. Yeah. It's weird. It's weird. There's something up with that. There's (laughs) something up with that because it's not working on the audience on the screen. (laughs) He He does a couple of traveling Wilbury songs and on the
5: screen behind him, he's showing scenes from the traveling Wilburys when they were together in 87 and he comes up on the screen and then you look at him on stage there. And you can't tell any difference. Yeah, maybe and and like if we saw him up close, it's Bob, it's, you
1: could. It's but. Bob Dylan, Tom <laughs> Petty, who's dead. Uh, Roy Orbison, Orson, who's, who's dead. dead. George Harrison, who's dead. Who's dead? I mean, and you look at this guy's. You look at this guy's career, the songs that he has produced or written. I mean, it's it, a soundtrack it's, of my life. It is. It is extensive. Tom <laughs> Petty and the Heartbreakers. I mean. It's so much George Harrison's songs, so much of what we grew up listening to. Most people don't know he either wrote or produced um outside of ELO. He's a yeah. remarkable man. Probably he's a genius. Yeah, he's he's a genius. He's probably one of the most influential people of our lifetime that's still alive and you're able to see him. Um Do you feel
3: regret mm-hmm. though that you went to that concert and enjoyed it with <clears> your with all of your friends that you mm. could possibly think of to invite every single one instead of obsessing over like the Omarosa phone call tapes. Like you could have done no. that instead. You could have been home. Oh, we were like, thinking about that those. in our head though. Have, yeah. We were, we oh, were really? thinking
1: about it. Yeah.
3: Cause it seems like that would be a much
1: better <laughs>
5: yeah. time, I mean, way to spend no. your time. See the latest tweet too, by the way, uh, from the president. <laughs> no. When you give a crazed, crying low life, a break and give her a job at the white house. I guess it just didn't work out. Good work <laughs> by General Kelly f- for quickly firing that dog. Oh, now they're saying that
1: dog is racist. Yeah, oh, CNN is yeah. reporting that dog. He's, is... He's uh, called many people dog. Yeah. Uh, is there uh, any white, other way to black. analyze
3: anything? Now they're saying every time he calls someone stupid, that it's it's that a it's, black person, yeah. which is it's not uh, true. did he just become? racist after he got elected like he was calling everyone in I mean, he called glenn stupid like yeah. 20 times he yeah. called the, yeah, that's not necessary i mean and he was right on that one but i mean he's not right on all of them <laughs> but i mean every he only candidate said it because
1: going, he's orange and i'm white
3: <laughs> well I'm right. you guys both seem like you're a little orange uh,
1: i don't think it's that but it's, it will be interesting to see that
3: they, they have that thing where wherever he is an opponent of someone is the person he calls dog and stupid so if he happens to be at one particular moment against a african-american person like amorosa mm. he's going to call that or maxine waters those are the people who have attacked him lately mm-hmm. so he's calling them stupid and dogs and when it was ted cruz and marco rubio and carly uh fiorina right like it then it was them it's, it's just crazy. whoever it's just else is so stupid.
5: You just wonder though, is there no one in the White House that can help him get a grip on it? So we just we don't have to go through this every time. No, I don't think anybody can. Do I mean, it. this is cataclysmic at CNN, yeah. the dog thing. But they're that's still- Oh, CNN for that? They
1: are so done. They're, they're just meeting. they're they're just hanging themselves. They just really are. Did you see? Mm-hmm. Did you see what uh, uh Chris Cuomo said last night? I think, yes. Uh, uh, about uh, Antifa? Yeah. Is that Unbelievable. 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 Where, you know, hey, it, look, if you're a member of Antifa, if you're standing up against the Nazis, well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. What? If you're standing up against the Nazis and you're in Antifa and you're throwing the first punch even, I mean, legally, no difference, but morally, there's a huge difference. Uh, no, no, he's fine with the violence. Mm-hmm. He's fine with the violence. The well, press he said that didn't measure up to the bigotry, right? The press was actually w- was was treated and manhandled. Some of them had their their uh, their equipment taken and destroyed. They're fine with that, but you say CNN sucks, <laughs> yeah. You are a danger to all of us. We're all going to get killed. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable.
3: Did you hear the uh, this latest uh, clip from the supposed Omarosa tapes that the media is trying to make a big deal out of? It's it's fascinating because the the headline of it is Katrina Pearson. You remember the spokesperson for Trump during the campaign Mm. uh, said on a phone call that Trump did say the N word. That's the headline that's going everywhere. Yes, he said it.
1: Let's play the tape. I don't know. Do we have the tape? We ta- have the tape.
3: We have multiple. I don't know if we have that tape here handy. We have multiple tapes. Do we have it?
1: Sarah, do we have it? We're looking yeah, for it. Okay, I don't think we right. have
3: that tape, but that one just came out uh, fairly recently. So they're saying this, and and so hmm. I, then you listen to the tape. And the tape is they are discussing the potential possibility of a tape. Led Trump's by Omarosa. N-word. Right. Where they say, mm. hey, is there, a tra- is there a tape? One of the advisors said, I asked Trump if there's a tape of him saying the N word. Would that be possible if there was a tape? And he said no. And then we, so now we got to figure out, though, if something like this comes out, how do we spin it? Again, so this is a, a PR conversation where they're trying to figure out how to spin a tape they've not heard
1: okay so and they don't know it even exists in fact everyone is denying that it everybody in the room says it doesn't exist right but in case it does right and then
3: hmm. and then katrina pearson said she's like talking in trump's voice almost and she says uh yes he said it and he regrets it like that so like she's saying my response in this situation would be yes he Hmm. said it but he regrets it but he wasn't no one had heard the tape now there's a there's a there are claims that the
1: tape exists. Uh, you know, Omarosa is saying that they all also sorts of have things, tapes but- of him. Uh, you know, p pee, uh, being peed on by hookers. Come on, right? It's like there's they supposedly nothing it for two
5: years. Are you telling me they wouldn't have released that? Oh Please, God, in
1: the last two years, if they could have, this is ridiculous. They could have stopped him from from maybe being elected president. CNN, with that CNN ran a headline last night. Why is not Omarosa's book number one? Because nobody believes her. Everybody mm. knows she is a conniving witch she was on on the apprentice nobody liked her nobody trusted her
3: like the only person in america who seemed to think anything positive about her was, was, donald, donald, trump. Trump. was donald trump yeah everyone out the whole staff hated her right everybody on the show hated her uh the only person who thought she was any good was donald trump which again to his detriment again how many times have we talked about these advisors that he throws in there that that seem terrible i mean luckily now basically all of the really bad ones are gone yes all the ones we were warning about during the campaign I mean, I can't think of any exception off the top of my head. There's probably one or two I'm forgetting. But most of them are all gone. The big
1: ones are gone now.
3: Yeah, they're all gone. Big ones are gone. And then they've sorted through them, which is a real positive. I mean, you know, Steve Bannon and Manafort and Flynn and Mm -hmm. Lewandowski and, you know, Mm -hmm. Pearson and Omarosa.
1: Did you hear the the tape uh, yesterday where Donald Trump was uh, talking to her and he's like, what happened? Yes. (laughs) Omarosa. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) We'll know if he really is really lying. I mean, you know, he knows it and he's lying. I think there's lots that's, of things that he does where he's where he's he believes it. You know, he's somehow or another convinced himself that that's the truth. There were more people there. It's not not true, but he's somehow or another convinced himself. I think that's <laughs> when he sounds kind of convincing. Here he knows he's lying and he's acting. Do we have that tape?
3: We do. This is the Amorosa tape too.
4: Amorosa, what's going on? I just saw on news that you're thinking about leaving. What happened?
0: General <laughs> Kelly, General Kelly came to me and said that you guys wanted me to leave. No,
4: I, I, nobody even told me about it. Oh, no wow. You know they run a big operation, but I didn't <laughs> know it. I didn't know that. I love I that. Don't love you leaving it
1: all. I love <laughs> that. He's like, I didn't know it. I didn't know. It. Mm. Damn it. It's like a, it's so it is now it's, it's it's powerful. It's a, it's, powerful. it's powerful.
5: powerful piece of acting. Yeah, you could can, can, you can sense the passion. They right. bleeped there. it because it's a GD. Yeah. But yeah. to
3: hear his actual uh pronunciation, he's
5: Oh Darn so oh. Oh. I just can't believe they got rid of her. If oh. only oh. And it's it's only funny. I had some say in this it's stuff. Funny. <laughs> if only I had some
3: power in this house. Oh I mean look. Look, he's, they're totally right. Kelly was right, and Trump was right to get rid of Omarosa. She should have never have been there yes, in the first Yes, and the place. president, I mean, yeah.
1: look, the president shouldn't be doing those things unless it's somebody who answers, unless it's General Kelly. You know, somebody who answers directly to him, mm-hmm. somebody else should be making those cuts. General Kelly should be making those cuts. And, Let and the president go, I, man, I. Oh. And that fake <sighs> call you just heard is actually a, a smart
3: move. You go to her and hopefully you get some goodwill from Trump to her yes. so she doesn't do what she's doing now. Right. Which is going around and running around and saying all sorts of terrible things, which most of them are completely
1: unproven. Right. And there's no evidence to support. I mean, whoever thought this book would sell? Moron. Whoever thought this book would sell is an idiot. Unless because, I mean, because no, I mean, who? Yeah, the only nobody, thing nobody likes her. Nobody believes her.
3: I mean, look, the Michael Wolf thing, I don't think people believe that either, but it sold a lot of copies. So you could see potentially how they might think it if she had an unbelievable. I think the tape, Michael Wolf
1: sh- the thing sold a lot of copies in the first few days because people were giving it credit for the first few days.
3: Well, the, I, look, the, people bash the Michael Wolff book, How, and I, there's reasons to bash it. However, it's the main reason why Steve Bannon is out of the circle of of, yes. of Donald Trump. So it's a real positive from that front because you know Bannon on the record to Michael Wolff told
1: him lots of things that and it were was, ridiculous. Yeah, and it was interesting to because you knew it was it was Steve Bannon, and so you could you could learn something about right. Steve Bannon. Omarosa has no credibility. You're not learning anything about Omarosa yeah. that you didn't already know. <gasps> She's she connives? Yeah. She backstabs. <laughs> she lies? Shut up. By the way, can I still contribute to the
5: GoFundMe page? Oh yeah, oh, yeah. Uh, for my uh, patriotism? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, nobody knows better I, 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 than I do yeah. about <laughs> your incredible patriotism. Thank you. One yeah. of your kidney stones, Pat, I, uh, I, earlier donated $5. Yeah, kidney stone is really active on Twitter. I'm right. not surprised. Okay. <laughs> okay. It's so, just one of them though just Dave? one of yeah, them? yeah. Just one. the rest oh, of them are oh. tight
1: wads uh okay. <laughs> but uh i appreciate it pat you know yeah. some people so say least we're only doing this to uh you know beat peter struck uh who's raised three hundred thousand dollars in it's the last lot. 24 hours oh, but For your goal patriotism. is a billion right billion no. yes billion dollars uh you can do that at gofundme now um all right let me tell you about our sponsor this half hour zip recruiter hiring is a challenge you know you could end up with an amorosa uh, you want somebody that is, uh, uh, smart. You want somebody who is right there, uh, in line with your goals. The place to connect to those people is ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter.com slash back. You can try it for free. Now, uh, they send your job, uh, you know, applicant or the, the, you know, the job posting out to a hundred different leading job boards. But that's where everybody else stops. ZipRecruiter uses powerful matching technology to uh, scan thousands of resumes, to find the people with the experience that you're looking for, the right fit, and then they go out and they invite them to apply for your job. This way, 80% of employers who uh, post on ZipRecruiter get the quality candidate in the first day. Try it for free, ZipRecruiter.com slash Again, free, ZipRecruiter.com slash Hey, coming up today at 5 o'clock only on The Blaze TV, we're going to talk about the death of comedy, the introduction of politics, and the survivors of that onslaught. Today, 5 o'clock only on The Blaze TV.
2: Glenn Beck. Mercury. Mercury.